BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Everybody, it's circle time. We're back. I'm not wearing headphones today, and I have my robe on, and my hair is wet, and I have something to confess to you guys. Something pretty important that I have to confess to you guys today is that I am hungover. That's right. You heard it here first. I am super duper hungover. Halloween weekend just ended. And it was fun. It was definitely fun. I want to tell you guys about it, like what I did this weekend, because it was a good weekend. So Friday, we took it easy. You know, I'm not a big Halloween girl. Also, welcome to circle time. Did I say that? I don't even know. Happy to happy to be talking to my beautiful circlers. Anyway, Halloween weekend just ended. Yesterday was Halloween And I am not usually a big Halloween girl. I usually toss together a costume last minute and just kind of like hope for the best. And this year, my friends, our friends, Nat and Sam were coming into town. They live in San Diego. And so they came into town and Nat has always wanted to be Willy Wonka since I met her forever ago. She's always talking about being Willy Wonka for Halloween. And finally, I was like, it's fucking time. You need to be Willy Wonka. And she was like, okay. And then I was like, the rest of us will be the rest of the cast. So Cody was Augustus Gloop. I was Veruca Salt. And Sam, her boyfriend, was Mike TV. I kind of talked about this on the episode with TK. So I was Veruca Salt. Not within like 10 minutes of me deciding that I was going to be Veruca Salt. Had my costume picked out. The little fur thing, the dress, the tights, literally everything. So that was really convenient. And yeah, so they came on Saturday morning And we went to brunch and we kind of just hung out and Chili is barking. So sorry if you can hear that. Oh my God. Anyway, so we went to brunch, we hung out and then we went out. We went all the way out to a bar in Silver Lake. We went to Tenants of the Trees. If you are familiar with it, I know nothing about it, literally at all. I've heard of it a long time ago. Never have been, 
know nothing about it, but it was fun. We went to a party. There was a line. There was a list. It was a whole fucking thing. But every time I have to say my name, like to see if I got on a list, I'm like, they didn't put me on. There's just no way. They totally forgot. But the list that I got on, I was on. Nat was on. Cody and I each got a plus one. And so we brought Nat and Sam. And it was really fun. Let's see. It was like... It's always interesting because we usually kind of like stay out here on the West side in our little bubble, like just with our friends, our friends from college, our friends, just like work friends, whatever it is, just like out here. And then sometimes we just go over the hill. It's not really over the hill. I guess it's over the hill. We go and we see like internet people. We go out and it's always fun, but it's always like kind of like crazy to see people not like on YouTube or like on Instagram, like just see them like interacting in real life because like everyone's just a normal real person. And it like, it just makes everything seem so much more normal than it seems like online. So there's a little reminder for you guys that not everything is as it seems. And sometimes every time everyone's pretty normal and everyone's doing weird shit, you know, everyone's acting a fool. (laughs) including me apparently because I'm hungover as fuck because last night, so that was Saturday, Silver Lake, fun times, saw a lot of cool people, like people that like friends that I don't normally see out and about. So that's always fun. And then Sunday, we just like hung out, chilled. And then yesterday was actually Halloween. And I was genuinely so, so excited to get some trick-or-treaters. Like truly so excited. All I wanted, I got so much damn candy and I had a big bowl and I opened the gate and we have all these decorations up and like I really wanted people to come. We had four fucking trick-or-treaters and one kid came twice. So we had three. And honestly, it was depressing. And I was, you should have seen me. I was just sitting, staring out the window, just hoping somebody would, would come say trick or treat. And, and three kids, three and a half, I guess, if you count the kid that came twice. And the, and then the kid who came the second time who came twice, he's our neighbor. And he was like, you guys are YouTubers. That's why I wanted to come. That's why I wanted to come back. And I was like, great. So he's not even, he's using me. He doesn't even want my candy. I said, what about the candy? So that was depressing. And then we got ready and we went out to Delilah in West Hollywood. So we had another like LA-ish, like just different night than we're used to. And we dressed as polar bears. I had the little like fur shrug from when I was Veruca Salt. So I just put that back on and I got like some like fur things to put in my hair. And I attempted white eyeliner. It looked so bad. Like, I think it was the eyeliner that I used. Like I, it just wasn't like a smooth pencil. And it looked pretty awful, honestly, but I just simply did not care. So did that. I was too scared to do the black nose because I fucked up the eyes so bad that I was just too scared for the black nose. And then I put like little furry hair ties in my hair and put my hair in buns and then had like socks on and a little white dress and like these gloves. I don't know. It was a cute. Oh, and I wore slippers that looked like bear claws. And then Cody, I had like an extra hat, like a polar bear hat. 
And so Cody wore that and he wore all white and we were polar bears. And honestly, it was really, really a fun night. It was super fun. But you know, like I didn't drink an abnormal amount. I, I was like pacing myself for the most part. Like it was, I was pretty, I think sometimes I just get so excited to like be out and about that I like, there's just like a lot of emotions along with like alcohol and stuff. But I didn't like go crazy or like drink more than normal, but I was so drunk. And then I threw up like, what the fuck? And so then I woke up with a lot of shame and embarrassment. And now I feel like absolute ass and I'm being punished. My grandma is looking down, shaking her damn head. She's SMHing. Her and my grandpa with popcorn SMHing at me, throwing up outside my house. And then I left my phone in the Uber. Like, what the hell got into me? Sometimes I think I just have these moments where I'm like, oh my God, I'm 29. Like, who knows what I'm going to be doing next year at Halloween? Like, I'm going to be a mayor. I'm going to be a wife. What if I'm like pregnant or something? You know? So I was like, fuck it. YOLO. I YOLO'd. Is YOLO cringy to say now? Is it like chuggy? Or is it like quirky? Either one is bad. So maybe never mind on that. But I did YOLO last night and it was fun. Cody and I had a good time. We always have fun together, but I don't know. I just like, it's a fucking Monday. I didn't need to go that hard. And yeah, now I'm paying the price. And so I'm sorry if I'm a little bit spacey. But overall, I will say it was a great Halloween. I like to celebrate Halloween. You know, Saturday night, we didn't get home until like 5 a.m. though. And that is a little bit unnecessary. So we went to the Silver Lake party and then we went to our friend's house after and it was just like, why? She wasn't even with us. We just showed up at her house at 2.30 in the morning. But it was fun. So there we have it. Successful Halloween party-wise, not successful Halloween trick-or-treater-wise. I'm beefing with my neighbor because he he's using me for my YouTube channel. <laughs> no, he was actually really cute, but I did. I was kind of embarrassed. And then they were like, him and his friend were like walking away and he was like, what does she even do on YouTube? <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I literally ask myself that every single day. But yeah, I would rate this Halloween eight out of 10. Would have been 10 out of 10 if we had trick-or-treaters, but Sam and Nat being here, it was a solid, very solid weekend. But the excitement doesn't stop at Halloween because you want to know why. Do you guys want to know what I'm doing tonight? I am going to a movie premiere. Guess whose movie? Harrison Stylewski. I think that's his full name, right? Harrison Stylewski. Harry fucking Styles. Harry Styles' new movie, My Policeman. They're having a premiere for it. And I thought it was like going to be a screening you know, there's a difference between a premiere and a screening. Premiere, there's like the celebs are there. Screening, they're just playing the movie and you're sitting there watching it. But it's the fucking premiere, you guys. Harry's going to be there. Harrison. Harry Styles is going to be there. Oh my God, I just got nauseous thinking about it. Harry Styles is going to be there and then he's doing a Q&A after. And we get to go. And I said, and I got invited. I think he personally invited me because 
as I talked about, he will fall in love with me. And I mean, I'm not going to fall in love with him back because I love Cody, but I know that he's going to fall in love with me and that's going to be fine. It is what it is at the end of the day, but I'm really excited. I don't know if the movie is going to be good. Like I didn't watch Don't Worry Darling simply because I wanted to wait until I saw him on tour to get the ick and then I can get the ick after I see him perform. But I don't know if we're actually going to go see him in concert, but this is even better. Like what if I actually get to meet him? Like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> I think I'm going to like do something like this. Hey, what are you? Hey, um, what are you doing here? Or like, how'd you get the invite here? Something like that. Do you think he would like that? <laughs> Jeez, how'd you get on the list? You know? So how'd you get on the list? So what brings you here, Harris? Do you guys, do you mind if I call you Harris? Okay, this is what I'm going to do. He's going to be standing there and I'm going to bump into him. I'm going to go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then I'm going to like give him the eyes and then I'd be like, this is my fiance, Cody. And then I'm going to wink at him. But then I'm going to say, don't even think about it, buddy. I'm taken. And I'm going to wink at him again. And then I'm going to say, so how did you get, so who invited you? So what are you doing here? Come here often? Maybe something like along those lines. I think he's really going to like it. I think this is going to be one of those things where I think it's going to be a lot cooler than it is. Like, I, like I'm not going to meet him, but I might. I'm putting it out into the universe that I am. And I think I'm going to, so that's why I'm like not wearing my headphones because my hair has to air dry. I'm going curls. We're going on the red carpet. We're going on the red carpet. There's currently a stylist here um, giving Cody some outfits. And I'm going to wear this like black dress that I have that's like asymmetrical and these like cheetah boots. And my hair is going to be curly. And that's honestly that. I don't feel amazing, but we're going to press power through. Like I woke up this morning and Cody was like, does this mean we're not going to go to the Harry Styles thing? And I said, you're absolutely going to the Harry Styles thing. Obviously we have to go. So we are, I'm going to eat some food and I'm going to feel great. Really excited to tell you guys about what happens and excited to share more about when Harry meets me and when I meet him and what I say even though I'm probably not going to meet him, but a girl can dream. Next thing on the agenda, people, we have our fall bucket list. Also, I will be vlogging, so you can go look at my vlog to see us go to the premiere thing tonight. But my fall bucket list, I got to cross off carved pumpkins. I got to cross off roast pumpkin seeds. And I got to cross off make Halloween cookies. We made Halloween cookies on Friday. We just got like Toll House ones, but they were like pumpkin spice with like white chocolate chips, which normally just like does not interest me in the slightest, honestly. Like pumpkin spice flavored with white chocolate chips just doesn't really sound great to me, but they were so delicious. And then we carved pumpkins, which I put in a, like I made a YouTube video carving pumpkins. You can go watch that, but we carved some pumps. Didn't do that bad of a job, honestly. Like, 
I don't remember the last time I carved a pumpkin. I usually find it to be quite unpleasant. I don't like the seeds. I don't like the smell. I am bad at it. But we had all the right tools this time and like it was just fun. So that was good. I made a K with hearts around it. And then we put him outside and a squirrel has been eating it. But that's okay. I'm happy the squirrel's eating, I guess. But it got kind of moldy inside. And I'm wondering like what I could have done to avoid that. And I, then I got worried that the squirrels were going to get sick because they're eating moldy pumpkin. But maybe they, maybe they don't think it looks good anymore. Anyway, we also roasted the pumpkin seeds. We just kind of like washed them off and then put like salt, pepper, garlic powder. I think Cody put some paprika on them. And just toss them in the oven. And honestly, they're so delicious. I love pumpkin seeds. I did not know I loved pumpkin seeds nearly as much as I do. And what's the other thing that we did? Oh, that's it. Carved them, roasted the pumpkin seeds, and we made Halloween cookies. I have a lot more to do. I feel like I got the big like Halloween ones out of the way. I do need to... What's a Halloween one that I, I go through a corn maze? I think there's a corn maze and I think it still like goes... It goes for like past Halloween. And I need to watch a scary movie. Make homemade trail mix. That's kind of crazy. Halloween dance party I have not done. Well, I guess I kind of did that when I danced like at the Halloween party that I went to, right? Does that count? I might cross off Halloween dance party. Like I literally danced to the Monster Mash at this party. So I'm going to actually cross that off. And yeah, there's some other stuff I got to really got to get done. I'm going to finish this fucking thing. But then there's shit like make pine cone bird feeders. And I simply just do not think I'm going to be doing that because like I just don't want to, to be honest with you. And make a scarecrow, like really make a scarecrow. Where am I going to get hay and like a stick and the clothes? I don't want to make a scarecrow. So I'm exempt from that. I do not need to do that. I need to protect my peace and not make a damn scarecrow. Well, I'll look into it because that could actually be a funny YouTube video, but I don't really want to. Homemade soup night excites me. I found this recipe for lasagna soup on TikTok and I kind of want to make that pretty badly. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to a fall festival. Unfortunately, all the fall festivals I know of have come and gone and I didn't go to a single one. But we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm feeling festive, feeling fall feeling good, feeling tall. Fall is here. Fall is near. Fall is everywhere. That didn't rhyme. I was trying to write a fall poem to make up for the pinecone bird feeders that I'm not going to make. I wanted to add something to the list. Okay. So that's what's been going on. Halloween was a success. My fall bucket list is going well. It's still fucking fall. You know what pisses me off? The lack of respect for November. Like, Everyone just goes straight into Christmas time now. It's like November is still here. We're still in fall, people. Embrace it. I love Christmas time. I love it. It is when they say it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time. They're literally not lying. It is absolutely the most wonderful time of the year. There's magic in the air. But that doesn't mean we completely, completely disregard November. I just think it's rude. Like, what about the holiday? Like, what about November? You know, justice for November. I think we should all embrace November more and stay in the fall spirit. So we're not stopping our fall bucket list just because Halloween is over. That's not how that works. 
Halloween does not is not the fall indicator. They, like November is the fall indicator. Fall is the fucking fall indicator. When does winter start? Should we look that up? Like, let's see when our last day to finish this is. When does winter start? Winter begins December 21st. Holy fuck. Okay, I think that we finished this fall bucket list like November. is we, we go through November doing our fall bucket list and then it's Christmas time. December 1st, like right after Thanksgiving. Day after Thanksgiving is Christmas time, but we have until the end of November to finish our fall bucket list. Okay, there are, those are my rules. If you'd like to join along, you can. If you're one of the people that starts celebrating Christmas now, then I mean, I support and I love you and I hear you, but justice for November. So that's that. Now, there's one pop culture thing that we need to talk about. And it's a good one. It's the biggest thing that we could talk about. It's fucking Midnight's Taylor Swift Midnight's album. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know this happened like what feels like forever ago at this point. And I just haven't talked about it. But holy shit. She came out with Midnight's. We knew it was going to be amazing. And obviously she does not disappoint. I absolutely love the album. I think it's a work of art. She can do no wrong. And then at 3 a.m., she released the 3 a.m. tracks, like seven of them, I think. And those, I think, are hidden gems. I think the 3 a.m. tracks are like really, really good. I'm going to give you guys my top five, but I'm feeling like I it changes so much, you know? So like right now, I'm like in question. That's probably, oh, wait, let me start with number five. Number five, I'm going to go... They're all really good. Mm, uh, maybe like Mastermind. I don't know. Like Question, I love. I love Question. I love Sweet Nothing. Mastermind is great. Vigilante shit. At first I was like, what the hell is going on here, girlfriend? But now I'm really into it. Bigger Than the Whole Sky. Are you literally kidding? Also, what is that about? Kind of has like pregnancy vibes. Bigger Than the Whole Sky is insane. Would Have, Could Have, Should Have is wild. John Mayer, you little bitch. Wait, so did she lose her virginity to John Mayer? I actually feel weird talking about that. But I remember remember when everyone thought it was Jake Gyllenhaal and the whole scarf meant the virginity thing. I mean, if there's one fucking thing, you guys, it's that the theories have to stop. I mean, was anyone right about anything that they theorized? For this album? I don't think so. Although it's phenomenal. Dear Reader, oh my God. So good. The Great War I really like. Karma, obviously, is my boyfriend. Karma is a cat. Sipping on my lap. They're all good. Snow on the Beach, oh my God. And by the way, the whole Billboard Top 10 charts being Taylor Swift, it's I don't have words. I don't have words. I love her so much. It does stress me out. It it still stresses me out because I just feel like so many more people are loving her, which I didn't even think was possible. And it's like, what about us? Like, what about the people that were at the Fearless Tour, you know, and 
like I've been following her on Instagram since 2012. That's 10 years. Like I've been crying about her for what feels like my entire life, you know? And sometimes just because I'm not like as vocal about it, it feels like it's not as like passionate about other, like as other people. And like, it's not as like valid, but I just don't think that's true. I'm a silent lover. Like I love her so much, but I just don't know how to express that, you know? So that's on me, I guess. But Midnight's is amazing. I love Maroon. Sorry, I'm still looking at the track list, but I need to like keep listening to it and like really figure it out because like it's so overwhelming for me when she releases an album. I sit there with my headphones on in bed, reading all the lyrics, listening, and then I have to like take a, take a beat and then I can start like just listening to it in my car because I really want to like take it all in and I like to give her like lyrics and the music and stuff like my time and energy and then I take a second and then I start listening all the time. So that's that. Absolutely love it. And fucking you guys today. There, I'm going to pull it up on Instagram. Today she released her tour announcement. Taylor Swift, the Eras tour. I immediately started crying. And Cody was like, why are you crying? You've, we've seen her before. And I was like, no, we've seen her before. I've seen her. I've seen her every time. Not every time, but most times. And it just never, never fails to get better. And the minute that Taylor Swift walks on stage and she goes, hi, I'm Taylor. Like her stage presence is unmatched. Her shows are unmatched. Okay, I have been to five Bruce Springsteen shows and those are always really, really phenomenal as well. They're completely different vibes though. Taylor Swift shows are insane. I'm looking at the schedule right now. So we're talking August in LA, which actually is perfect. I was so worried that it was going to fall on my wedding, but my wedding is not in August. So I would hate to miss my wedding because <laughs> I'd be going to the Taylor Swift concert. That would suck. So August in LA and then she's having Paramore, Biba Doobie. I don't know who that is. Phoebe Bridgers, Girl in Red, Muna, who I love, Haim, Gail, fucking Gracie Abrams and Owen. Can we talk about Gracie Abrams for a second? Being being opening for her on some of her shows. Like, isn't that so cool? I absolutely love Gracie Abrams. I think she is such an insanely talented artist and like her lyrics are so beautiful, so amazing. And I also know, like she always talks about how she's such a big Taylor Swift fan. And so like, it's probably just like, it, it is just so cool that she gets to open for her. And I'm just so excited and happy for her. I absolutely love her. I also love Muna, obviously. I love Haim. I love Phoebe Bridgers. I love Girl in Red. I love Param. I love them all. I'm just like, there's just Gracie Abrams. I have a special place in my heart for Gracie Abrams and I'm excited for her. And I kind of want to go to a show that she's opening for. Like I might go to like the Santa Clara one or something because I just want to see her, you know? So yeah, I'm really excited. I'm just like so worried about like not being able to get tickets or something, but I'll figure it out. I just, I think it's going to be amazing. Like, does this just mean that she's going to sing like 
songs from from everything like can can you imagine it's so insane that we're gonna get that like the re the re-records are like so amazing the fact that we get to like relive all the different eras and stuff is so much fun but the fact that we get to do that live as well now and we get to see lover and we get to see evermore and folklore and um midnights obviously like the fact that we get the shows that we missed because of covid and then we get everything that we've loved for so long is just so exciting and sorry i just like totally went off on that Taylor Swift tangent, but like I had to because I'm just so damn excited. And that is what I really, that's the only thing I wanted to talk about for pop culture because, because it's the most exciting thing that's going on. Obviously. Now, let's do a couple voicemails for our story time because that was our calendar and our pop culture. And we need to do a little story time. And I'm kind of worried that I'm like, my brain is not working well enough to be able to to perform and give the advice that y'all deserve. But I'm going to try my very, very best. So let's pick a random one and go for it. Kelsey, it's Jade here, all the way from Australia. I just want to start off by saying absolutely love your podcast and your YouTube as well. Pretty much anything you do, I'm absolutely obsessed with. Thank you. And you should just be really proud of yourself for all the content you put out because it is top tier, just chef's kiss. But my question is, you have spoken about how you're a bit of a chronic overthinker and a chronic warrior. Oh, yes definitely in the same boat but you said how once you get to a social event or whatever you're fine and you know once you get there you're fine but I just want to know how you actually push yourself to get there because I found myself really avoiding social situations just out of fear and just overthinking everything uh yeah and I'd love to just hear some thoughts on how you actually do that first step of of going to these social things. Love your work, love everything, and yeah, thanks. Oh my goodness. That is an amazing question, Jade. First of all, thank you for your kind words. I really, like, sometimes really need to hear that, and so I really appreciate that, so thank you. Um, I am a chronic overthinker and a chronic worrier, for sure. I think what, gets me going like how I'm able to like go out and move through it is because I always remind myself that once you're there it's not as bad nothing's as bad as you think it's gonna be you know what I mean nothing is as scary as you think it's gonna be and the only way that you learn that is by like putting yourself in the quote-unquote scary situations because there are so many times where I'm overthinking and worrying so intensely about something and then I'm there and I'm like oh this isn't a big deal at all you know it's the same it's kind of like the same thing I was talking about with like seeing people on Instagram versus seeing them in real life like you think things are so much bigger and like grander than they actually are and then you see it in real life and you're like oh I can handle this and it kind of like 
the only way to get over it is to get through it or to go through it. Do you know what I mean? So like you have to kind of push yourself to do the scary things or else they're always going to be these scary things are always going to be looming. But if you control them, they can't control you. And so you kind of just have to like push through it and it's scary. But like, at least you can say you did it. At least you, you beat this fear. You know, you didn't let the fear take over you. Like you, you won. So I know it's scary, but putting yourself in those scary situations is going to do nothing but benefit you. You'll, you'll learn so much about yourself, so much about what you like and what you don't like. And you'll, I think you just have to, to do it and it will be okay. And we're all kind of feeling that if you think about it, probably so many people around you are feeling the exact same thing. You are not alone. You just got to do it. Take control. Don't let it control you. Hey, Kelsey, it's Vanessa. First off, just want to say how much I really love the podcast. I always look forward to Thursdays because I get to listen to you on my daily walks. I want to get your life advice on some things that I've been going through recently. I graduated from college in May of 2022 this year, and I moved back home. And I think it's been kind of difficult as somebody who's uh, unemployed right now to balance my personal life with my family's life. And I feel like I've been having issues with just getting them to respect my time as my time and that, you know, it doesn't belong to them. So I'm wondering what advice that you have for figuring out family dynamics in adulthood. That is a really good question. I think that it's such an interesting thing to try to navigate is family dynamics in adulthood because it's hard. Like when you become an adult, you know, and you become your own person and then you move back in home and you're living under your parents' roof again and you kind of fall into like old habits and old ways. But I think it's really important to remember that, first of all, your parents and your family, like you, you know, were their whole world for 18 years and you went to college. And I think like we have to give our parents some grace sometimes. I mean, every everybody has different situations, but I just feel like treat them with kindness because you're living under their roof, but you have to communicate and be honest with them and tell them, you know, when I was at college, I would do this or I like my time because if I get my time to do the things that I want to do for myself, I'm going to be more pleasant to be around in general. So it has nothing to do with you or like just tell them like it has nothing to do with you. It's I just need my time. And it has like I just because then I'm a better person all around. And I feel like communication and patience and talking kindly in those situations is going to get you a lot further than just being like hostile and frustrated, even though it is really frustrating sometimes. But the only way that they're going to know that you need your space and your time is if you communicate that to them and communicate it in a way that they're not taking it personally. You know, it's not them. It's you and you need your space and your time for yourself so that you can be a better member of your family, you know? And so I feel like you just have to communicate that and they'll understand, hopefully, but at least you can communicate and then it will hopefully make things easier. You've got this. 
Let's do one more. Uno mas. Hi, Kelsey. This is very much not me asking for advice. I finished the Pumpkin's Favorite Position episode a few minutes ago, and you had said something asking about, you know, is there a pumpkin? Oh, my God, a cop. Is there a pumpkin position that we're missing? And I figured it's time, which maybe you do know this already. There's a position called a Blumpkin. And a- no. Do not call my voicemail telling me about Blumpkins. But I really like the energy. So thank you for calling. And I'm blushing. And thank you for teaching me about a Blumpkin, even though I know what that is. And I'm not going to talk about it. And that was supposed to be lighthearted. But thank you for keeping me educated and keeping me young. Anonymous. That was not the kind of story we have here on Storytime usually. (laughs) But, you know, you got to love it. You got to love it. Should we try to do one more? Hey, Kelsey, Erin here, calling from Melbourne, Australia. Oh my gosh, two Aussies. Watching you and Cody on YouTube as well. Um, My question is, I'm really considering starting a master's of teaching early childhood and primary school next year. And I was just wondering if you have any tips um, about people who want to become teachers. I currently teach singing to kids and adults, but it's all one-on-one. And I feel like that's very different to managing a whole classroom full of little kids running around. So... Um, yeah, just any tips that you have from your experiences would be awesome. Thanks so much. Bye. Um, first of all, that is so exciting. Congratulations. And it's awesome that you teach singing right now one on one. That's amazing. The advice I have for teaching in general is to stay patient. I think patience is the greatest thing a teacher can have, along with just being like a safe space for children and making them feel heard and respected and loved. And like I said, staying patient because a lot of times in teaching, you're just teaching, especially with little kids, you're teaching them how to like interact with each other. And it's not so much teaching them lessons like math or English or like writing and all of that is obviously important, but I just like you have to be an example for how they can be like good people towards others, you know? So always remember that when it comes to school and stuff, the classes are actually pretty interesting. So you'll learn a lot. You'll learn a lot. And I can tell because you're already teaching like you, that not that like experience is going to come in handy, even though it's just one-on-one. So stick with it, be patient and It's a really amazing thing that you're about to embark on and I'm excited for you. That's fun. A little school question. Wow. There we have it. There are our stories of the day. And now let's do our beautiful journal time, shall we? I have some good questions today. Funniest knock-knock joke. (laughs) Okay, that was not the question I thought I was going to get. Like, I thought it was going to be an actual good one. But here is a knock-knock joke for you. Knock-knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo Boo-hoo. Why are you crying? It's just a joke. (laughs) That one really does get me every single time, to be completely honest with you. I think that one's hilarious. Also, orange, orange, orange. You glad I didn't say banana. No, wait. Banana, banana, 
orange you glad I didn't say banana. That's a classic. That is one of the funniest jokes of all time. I love knock knock jokes. And if you have any good ones, message me them because I clearly need to brush up my knock knock joke skills. Let's do another one. I don't dress for women. See, I have vigilante shit stuck in my head now. Do you have a favorite book? I do have a favorite book. I have, I really do love reading. I've just started to get back into it. I read like all the ones that are like going viral right now, like Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and Daisy Jones and the Six. And I read Verity and I'm reading It Ends With Us right now. And they're, those have all been phenomenal. Really good books. My favorite book of all time is Othello by Shakespeare. I read that my sophomore year of high school and something about it just like, I just loved it. It just like spoke to me and I've always loved it and I want to reread it. But I think that'll always be like my favorite book. I want to reread it and like see if it does something different now that I'm older. But I love that book. And have you guys seen the movie? Oh, it was like an older, it's like an older movie, but it is based off of Othello, but it's like in high school, like it's like high school kids, but it's the premise of Othello and it is really good. It's like Othello is, he's the king, I believe. And Yago, he wants to be the king. And so he tries to set Othello up for failure and he like frames the wife, something like Desdemona. I don't know. I'm obviously can't really think right now, but it's really good. And with if you read it like and you kind of like have something like figuring out, like deciphering the Shakespeare vocab, you understand it more and it's really great. So I'm going to reread that. Maybe I'll reread that after I'm going to read it ends with us. It starts with us and then I'll read Othello. OK, and you know what? I'm going to do one more because why not? What is one thing about today that surprised you? One thing about today that surprised me is how long this hangover has lasted and how shitty I still feel at 4 p.m. Oh, my God. I have to go. We have to go get ready for Harry. Um, That is one thing about today that surprised me. So, yeah, just how bad I can feel. That's what surprised me. But that's okay. You know, talking to you guys actually has really helped. And I really appreciate you being there for me when I'm in my robe and... I feel like I'm a mess because I love you guys. And circle time is a safe space and we need a word of wisdom to, to, to get this day to end this, end this circle. Let's see. Here we go. Let's see here. Here's a classic from Gandhi. You must be the change you wish to see in the world. Get out there and be the change. You beautiful circlers. I love you so, so much. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Circle Time. And I'll see you next time. Love you. Make sure to give this five stars and a nice little review. Okay? All righty. All right. Love you. Bye.
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.